This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Paula Chow coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen met the Czech Senate President Milos Vistrichil at the presidential office Thursday, praising the relationship between Taiwan and the Czech Republic. Premier Su Jin-chang has told lawmakers that the decision to ease import restrictions of U.S. beef and pork is in line with Taiwan's strategic interest. And Taiwan's envoy to the United States, Xiaobi Kim, says that Taipei and Washington should strengthen cooperation in supply chain security. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen met Czech Senate President Milos Vistrichel at the presidential office Thursday, praising the relationship between Taiwan and the Czech Republic. Tsai bestowed the order of propitious clause posthumously to Vistrichel's predecessor, Jaroslav Kondora. Kondora was set to visit Taiwan as part of the Czech delegation, but passed away in January. The order is given by the Taiwanese government to civilians and foreign nationals for contributions to national and societal development. The president said that Kondora was a good friend to Taiwan and put great effort towards elevating the two countries' relationship. Tsai said she was saddened by his passing and that the order is meant to show the highest respect to Kondora. She said that, like the Czech Republic, Taiwan has endured authoritarian rule and a grueling fight for democracy. The president also said that both countries are proud of their democratic experiences and will stand firm to defend the democracy. Premier Su Jin-chang has told lawmakers that the decision to ease import restrictions of U.S. beef and pork is in line with Taiwan's strategic interest. The Tsai administration has announced that, beginning next year, Taiwan will allow the import of a pork containing the lineage-enhancing additive rectopamine, an additive commonly found in pork from the U.S. The administration also says that, from next year, Taiwan will lift a ban on U.S. beef from cattle over 30 months old, a ban put in place over concerns about mad cow disease. These policy changes remove a major stumbling block in Taiwan's trade relations with the U.S., but have seen a backlash from pig farmers and from the opposition KMT. On Thursday, Su addressed lawmakers about the planned policy changes towards imports of U.S. meat products. He said that at the time when the U.S.-China trade war and the COVID-19 pandemic have upset the layout of global trade, export-dependent Taiwan must open up to the world. He said the removal of the U.S. meat import issue will benefit Taiwan. At the same time, however, Su called for strengthening inspections of meat products at the border and the strict adherence to laboring rules that will allow consumers to see where meat products come from. Taiwan's envoy to the United States, Xiaobi Kim, says that Taipei and Washington should strengthen cooperation in supply chain security. Xiao was speaking Wednesday at a symposium in Washington, D.C., which was sponsored by the nonprofit organization U.S.-Taiwan Business Council. Xiao said the COVID-19 pandemic has prompted many economies to review the security of their supply chains. Given the economic impact the pandemic has had on both Taiwan and the U.S., she said that 
it is crucial to ensure the security of supply chains and strengthen bilateral cooperation. Xiao said a bilateral trade agreement can be the bedrock of economic cooperation and that holding trade talks can send a signal of confidence to business sector in both Taiwan and the U.S. Xiao also quoted President Tsai Ing-wen as saying that Taiwan can be marginalized or excluded from regional economic integration. Last week, Tsai said that Taiwan must gain a foothold in the restructuring of global supply chains. Three female lawmakers from the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP, have launched an anti-sexual harassment campaign called We Are One. DPP lawmaker Fan Yun said on Thursday that Taiwan has seen a string of sexual harassment cases, especially in fields where power carries weight and a respect for professionalism is desired. That's despite that the existence of laws such as the Act of Gender Equality in Employment, the Gender Equity Education Act, and the Sexual Harassment Prevention Act. Fan said the momentum of the hashtag MeToo movement has not been enough to tackle the problem of sexual harassment in Taiwan. To address the issue, Fan said she will propose a revision to the Act of Gender Equality in Employment so that sexual harassment in the workplace will no longer be covered up. The sociologist-turned-lawmaker said the long-term culture of silence prevalent in Taiwan must be changed and that better legislation is needed to protect victims from unfair treatment or revenge by employers. Fine and other activists said the We Are One campaign is only the first step. They're also planning to hold symposiums for people working in fields such as politics, medical care, and sports. Taiwan's universities have performed well in the 2021 edition of the annual Times Higher Education World University Rankings. The 2021 rankings were made public on Wednesday. They are the most expensive so far, comparing over 1,500 universities in 93 countries and territories. In total, 38 universities from around Taiwan made the list. Particularly noteworthy was the performance of National Taiwan University, which moved up to 97th place, becoming the first Taiwanese school to make it into the survey's top 100 schools. The economics ministry says that the new law preventing Taiwanese broadcasters and distributors from selling Chinese over-the-top services has been implemented. The new law grants the National Communications Commission power to investigate cases related to Chinese firms trying to use local partners to broadcast OTT content in Taiwan. The Chinese firms the Taiwanese government is trying to block include Aichi and Tencent Video. Since Aichi's application to launch operations in Taiwan in 2016 was rejected, the firm has been working with a local distributor as a way to bypass the National Communications Commission. The Taipei Zoo's Panda Cup has been given the name Yuanbao. That's according to an announcement the zoo made on Sunday. The name Yuanbao received over 8,700 votes in the naming contest, beating out the runner-up Zhou Zhou. Taipei Zoo's newborn Yuanbao is only about two months old, but she's already a media darling. Yuanbao spends most of her time sleeping and suckling milk. Last week, the Panda Cup still didn't know what her name was. 
Yuanbao or Zozo. Now it's official. After an online vote, the public chose Yuanbao as the baby panda's name. When Yuanbao is not sleeping or drinking milk, she likes moving around and stretching her legs. The panda cub is neither playing cute nor doing exercise. It's all because of her claws, which are getting longer and longer each day. Taipei Zoo spokesperson Eric Cao says that when Yuanbao moves around, her claws sometimes get stuck among bamboo leaves. Pandas have five toes on each leg, but the two front legs have an extra toe called a fake thumb, used to grab tea leaves and other objects. Have you wondered where basketballs go when they are too worn out to be played with anymore? Usually, the answer is that they get thrown away and burned in an incinerator. But one creative basketball enthusiast might have found a way to extend the ball's lifespans. This isn't just a live performance. Look a little closer, and you'll notice that the drummer is using upended buckets, a pot, and other recyclables for drums. This is part of the Environmental Protection Administration's Circular Economy Exhibition, in which sustainability is the big theme. You can find a new life for anything you might be thinking of throwing away. Basketballs that are so worn out that they're smooth are fashioned into bags by Lin Jingjia. Lin loves to play basketball and didn't want to see the old basketballs go to waste. Also shown at the exhibition is a rental service for small appliances, specifically geared towards impulsive shoppers. If you want to buy a grill, a coffee machine, or even an iron, why not rent one and try it out first before actually committing? The exhibition runs from September 3rd to 6th at the Huashan 1914 Creative Park. If you're looking for recycling inspiration, go check it out. Catherine Wei, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Paula Chow. Stay tuned for another 15 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.